and welcome to Through the Eyes of the Guide, a podcast dedicated to guides and tour managers around the world. A program to share tips and tricks, information, and to know more about this beautiful community. My name is Nicole Flores, your host, also known as Nikki Flo in social media. I'm a qualified local guide in Santiago de Chile since 1998 and a tour leader, tour conductor since 2006. Welcome to the program. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode. Today, we are traveling to Rio de Janeiro to meet Jordana Galvan. With more than 10 years as a local guide and 7 years as a tour manager, guiding in English, Spanish, Italian, and Portuguese. She was born in Cascavel, close to Iguazu, south of Brazil. Her passion is to show her destination to the visitors coming from all over the world. Today, she's been very active with the new project of Brazil Virtual Tours, where she shows, among other places, Copacabana, Botanical Garden of Rio de Janeiro, Rio Historical Center, and Brazil Carnival and Samba. To talk about online tours, guides, situation, and beautiful Rio de Janeiro, welcome to Jordana Galvan. Hello, Jordana. How are you? Hello, Nikki. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Where are you now? I am in Rio de Janeiro from March uh, when I was traveling around South America and uh, the pandemic started. And I, I was about five months at home without leaving. This was a challenge for me. Imagine a tour guide that loved to be with people, to be <laughs> at home. I'm living alone. So uh, no, no one to share anything with me, uh, let's say physically, but in a way I took a good moment of, of myself to learn a lot, to study a lot and to be in contact in virtual ways with people. So I can say that I enjoy my time in the pandemic in a way. <laughs> you are just surviving like uh, the rest of us. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay, Jordana, the first question for you. It's um, why you decide to become a guide? Well, this is a funny story. Uh, I, my graduation is in tourism. I did uh, my university uh, with tourism. But I used to live in the south of Brazil. And in the south, the tourism is not uh, in the place that uh, my family live. It's not so popular. And I used to work in a bank. And I hate it. <laughs> but it was a good money, so I spent a lot of time and some years working in a bank. And one day I was very frustrated and I decided to, to just quit and travel uh, to Europe. I went to Italy. I spent three years in Europe between Italy, Spain, England and um, uh, France and of, of course traveling around Europe. And in that trip or in that moment, I realized that I love to work with people outdoors and to be in touch uh, with emotions more than be uh, sitting in an office. And then uh, I came back to Brazil after three years and a half, wondering now what, uh, what I will do here. I went to Rio de Janeiro to do a course 
And I fall in love with the city because uh, of the nature, the history, the architecture. And I, I was in a house of uh, a tour guide. He was a, a let's say, an elder tour guide. He had about 70s already. He used to speak in French, guiding in French. And he showed me uh, his job and he, he took me to go around the downtown of Rio that have a lot of historic places. And he teach me the love to share the knowledge about the place. And I was totally, totally in love with that. And in that moment, I said, okay, this is what I want to do it. And the other day, uh, Rio de Janeiro was elected to be the Summer Olympic uh, city in 2016. Uh, and I say, okay, the tourism here will be very good and I will move to this place. And one month after that, I was living in Rio and here I am for 10 years. <laughs> nice. And uh, do you belong to a guides association? Yes, uh, here in Rio... Each, each uh, state and each city have uh, their own association, let's say like that. Well, we have the syndicate that I, I am part of, uh, but now that is uh, one that is really, really working hard for, for, take, uh, for, for giving a good uh, benefits or trying to at least is one called Ligia, that is uh, the guide's association but is not the official one and they are working very very hard because the situation here for the guides is uh, really really bad and it's the government giving any support to the guides no zero no. support uh, the government are uh, they are giving what we call emergency benefit for people that uh, prove that they used to receive less than about $100 a month. So usually the tour guides before of the pandemic used to receive more than that. So they, they cannot afford. So then uh, this Ligui Association uh, started to work uh, for a law to approve a law that we could receive something was about three months of uh, demonstrations, even in the middle of the pandemic, of course, everything, everybody with masks, but uh, to try to get this uh, law approved. The law was approved, but uh, the money never showed up. It's more than three months that the law already approved, uh, but any anybody receive one cent so it's not working <laughs> well sorry about that it's uh, it's been very hard in south america in general how's the situation about the city right now in rio well i can say that uh, rio and sao paulo city we we had uh, the biggest populations in the cities in brazil so was the worst cases now we had a Period. The worst period was in, in April and May in Rio de Janeiro, and that we have a, the very high numbers of people dying a day. Then uh, the numbers start to, to drop a little bit, and the people are just, they cannot hold anymore and be at home, so the people are starting to going out. 
everything is working. Uh, so business, stores, supermarkets, uh, the touristic places, they are open, of course, every, everything with a new protocols. So it's a half capacity, but most of the places are open like Sugarloaf, uh, Christ the Redeemer and uh, the parks and everything else. Only cinemas are not working yet, uh, but they are starting to try to find a solution. Can you imagine that uh, they are not open because uh, the cinemas want to sell the popcorn? And the government said that it's not possible to sell the popcorn now. So this is the discussion in the moment. And uh, <laughs> it's funny, huh? But yes, <laughs> to not say dramatic, but... <laughs> and the schools is still something that are not open. But everything else is open. People are using masks and are trying to follow all the procedures. But the numbers uh, that would drop a lot in the last months are starting to, to grow again. Just to have an idea, in Brazil, we have about uh, 600 people dying a day. It's a high number. I know that we are two, 204 million people. It's a big country. But still, people are starting to, to get used to the living with the virus, even if we are a lot of people are trying to, to follow the instructions of, uh, of uh, the, the world organizations. But uh, after a while, people need to work, need money. So a lot of people are out uh, in the moment. And also I, what I can feel about tourism, I have a lot of people traveling, but Brazilian people traveling around Brazil. Airports here are open, are open to receive uh, people from outside of Brazil. Of course, this is still a few cases. Not, not a lot of people are coming to Brazil because we know we have an, a large number of people or, or cases of coronavirus. Uh, the internal market of tourism is working well. Brazilian people traveling around Brazil. We have our, our holiday of 7th of September. That is our Independence Day. Uh, that uh, have lines <laughs> to 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 visit some places like Sugarloaf and the Christ the Redeemer. Also because they are following the social distance, so you cannot be close. And of course, the capacity of that is uh, that the people that they are attending is half of they they used to to attend. But I think that is will be the new normal until we have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And what happened with big things like the carnival, for instance, that takes place in, in February? Yeah, this is a very good question, Nikki, because the association of the carnival uh, makers uh, that call Lieza, they just decide that they will not run the carnival in usually is in February or in beginning of March. Uh, they postpone. They don't know when, but what they decide that they, they will wait because imagine yeah. in a carnival parade, uh, you have one Samba school have about 3,000 people parading. <laughs> and, and, and we have 13, uh, or the special group, plus 75 people watching that in the, the, in the Sambodromo. So it's not possible. And in the, also in the streets, we have street carnivals that usually we have one million and a half people falling a band. So, and this is in the public areas. You cannot control where the people go or not. Now, 
is how is going to the beach, how you have, you, you do social distancing in the beach. It's, it's complicated. Yeah. So it's open areas, it's a public places. So uh, what was decided that we will postpone the carnival, we don't know when. Uh, probably it will be according with the vaccine too. That's, that's very big for Rio, I know. I know for sure. It's, very, it's, it's huge, just like, wow. Okay. That is very big for Brazilian because <laughs> we waited the entire year the, for the carnival it moment. Is. <laughs> it is, but, but I cannot imagine what the people is, because you research a lot for the carnival, so, and uh, the schools for Samba, and if you cannot do that anyway, you cannot be presenting your super show. So it's, it's yeah, it is really complicated. Jordana. Yeah. I saw you very active on on the medias anyway, even though we don't get a lot of visitors yet in Brazil. You've been very active with online tours. And I want to talk about that because I've noticed that you had a lot of followers and actually a lot of people take you as an example for doing their owns after. And I want you to let us know a little more how you come up with the idea Uh, who is doing or participating in these uh, big uh, Brazil tours and uh, more or less how it works. So get, get in, uh, into the topic. Okay, thank you. Thank you for, for asking me. It's a good opportunity that I, I'm seeing is a new way to work in the moment. The idea uh, starts with a conversation with a friend that she, she said, Jordana, you can maybe teach some uh, languages or you can try to find a way to share your knowledge with people and I was a kind of person that uh, my worst enemy was the computer so <laughs> for me I say okay how I would do that I don't know how to work in digital platforms I don't work with social medias uh, PowerPoint addicting videos and audios is something unbelievable huh, that I'm learning so I was a little bit afraid of everything that I didn't know in the beginning But I had the idea that came in my mind and I started to think about it. And we have a group of guides. And uh, one of the guides that he was freaking out because he was not working, uh, he decided to create a website where uh, the guides could present in a virtual way with uh, uh, presentations, uh, live presentations, their place, destinations, or topics that they want to talk about the place. And he developed this website uh, that in the beginning was a website only for, all, for Brazilian people or Portuguese speaker. And later on, he decided to create the Brazil Virtual Tour that was for people uh, from all over the world. And then he decided also to call guides, only certified guides. So we've guides from all parts of Brazil, from the south, from the north, Amazon, Pantanal, uh, Rio, São Paulo, Iguazu, many destinations northeast of Brazil, Bahia, Salvador. So Brazil is so huge and have the diversity, the cultural diversity and the nature, architecture and everything is so different in each place that we create this uh, group of guides 
that are working in this platform called Brazil Virtual Tour, that is a new project. And how this works, we, we have the website where you can find the tour that you like it, you want to watch, you need to sign up, uh, is in a specific day, in a specific time, you have in different languages, uh, some in English, Spanish, Italian, French, uh, different languages, Japanese also. And then uh, you sign up, the guide after that will be in contact with you and will send the link of the, the platform that we will use. Usually or Zoom or Google Meet, depend of the guide. And then we usually have a presentation of an hour. The, about that subject or about that destination plus 30 minutes of interaction with the people that are watching so you can also everybody can can do questions we can interact and talk about ourselves about the people about the place and what we want to know uh, in that moment so Usually we do with videos, photos, uh, now that everything is starting to be open, some uh, of the tour guides are doing, uh, let's say, recording themselves in the place uh, or in the de destination. So it's uh, free to each guide is, uh, have a free way to show about the place that they want to show. And usually you can charge or not, it's up to you. And usually we use PayPal that, that work around the world. Uh, and it's a way to make some money, but it's a way to work also, because I think this is what giving some movement for our life in this moment, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, who were your first uh, tourists? Uh, where is most of people coming? But basically, I'm thinking about the moment you, were, you start something so different you sitting in front of the computer and you start your first online tour who was uh, that first well it was uh, my family my friends mm -hmm. and also some clients that came already to south america uh, i used to work uh, a lot with american people so i sent them an email telling about my moment how is my life a lot of them asked me how is in Brazil? How are you? Mm -hmm. So I send them an invitation and they are the ones that are really following my, my, my different virtual tours. Yeah, the first ones. And now you have uh, you go to the second stage when you actually decide if you want to be paid or not, right? Exactly, yes. Usually it's uh, not expensive. I used to charge $10 uh, for a tour than an, an hour and a half and it's pretty good because even the people that came here before they know like let's say Copacabana we can present to them things that they cannot see and uh, when they are here like uh, the new year eve party I can tell them that we have uh, two million people in Copacabana but they cannot see it that if they are not here in the moment mm -hmm. but in a virtual tour I can send I can show videos and pictures and so I can present some more details uh, also deep details that in a sightseeing uh, you can you don't have time to to present to the people so I think that the it's complementary, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, you you know much much more about the place in these virtual tours because we can give more information to each subject because we are covering one one area, let's say like that, or one subject. 
you have the Copacabana tour, Botanical Garden of Rio, you had the historical center and the carnival in Samba. Which one is your preferred? Ah, uh, the, the carnival. <laughs> of course, <laughs> okay. I'm Brazilian. <laughs> Let, let's say that I take the, the um, carnival in Samba tour with you, with uh, Jordana. So take me to the process. Uh, what, how, what is going to happen? I'm going to send you an email that says, okay, I want to do this tour. And what is coming after that? And what I'm going to see with you? Well, then I send you an email t telling a little description about the tour and I give you the details how uh, you should download the Zoom or Google Meet uh, platform in your computer or in your cell phone. The day that we will do the tour, I will send you another email uh, remembering the time. And then usually... We enter, uh, we talk a little bit, we chat a little bit in the, the beginning, and later I share my screen with my presentation. I was not going out, so I have mm -hmm. uh, my pictures and, and some videos from internet or some of my videos from the places, but I like to uh, balance uh, between pictures, videos, interaction, music. Brazil is a lot about music and give you some curiosity, peculiarities of the places that uh, a lot of people don't know about it. Like uh, that the Bossa Nova is starting in Copacabana, not in Ipanema. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And that is going to take me like an hour and a half, including the interaction with you. Exactly, yes. yeah. I think it's a super prize. I think it's really, really nice. It's really a good idea. Do you think after the pandemic, uh, you will keep doing this? Yes. Uh, yeah? Yes, yes, I think so. Um, I don't know if it will be uh, my full-time uh, job because I really love to be with the tourists and the outdoors. But uh, I think I will still do it because even after the pandemic, this is a good tool or a good way for people that cannot travel in to, to learn about the places. Uh, let's say people that don't have money to afford to travel or don't have health conditions to travel or even for people that want to travel in the future to that place to learn a little bit more before uh, going. So I think uh, it will be something that when the people discover this, because this is still pretty new, will be beside what we can already find in internet, in blogs or something like that. You can make your questions, you know, you can be in touch with a tour guide that can give you the answer for your question that sometimes in a blog is there but not in detail, not in the way that you want it. And also it's very rich with information in detail. So I think this will be something that is coming to stay. Nice. And what about your, your fellows, the other guides? Uh, they, they have pretty much the same opinion or some of them is just, no, this is just for the moment and then I just go and back to normal? Well, what, what I'm hearing, because I have a lot of guides that they are coming back to, to their normal, they are working now, because how, how I said, Brazilian people are traveling around Brazil, right? Uh, a lot of guides are working in uh, outdoors, are working already, mm -hmm. but they still working with the virtual tour, because they think like me, I think this is something that could be an extra 
and we can work in the both sides together. Because when you plan the develop the, the your tour, it's taking a while to do all the research to 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 find the right pictures, the right videos, and everything else. But after you you do that, then you have that tour already ready for use and you just need one hour and a half of your time in the in a week or in a day and to you present to your to your clients so it's not yeah. something that take you a long time develop the tour take you a long time usually we spend 20 days a month to develop one tour but after that then it's ready and it's just time to enjoy <laughs> <laughs> nice but congratulations because besides everything uh, you've been very acting uh, on the medias and i've been seeing you a lot there so and four four tours is a lot so it sounds uh, very very good so congrats let me ask you about your biggest challenge besides the online tool right now what are you what is the biggest challenge you see in front of us with the pandemic and waiting for going back to normal? I think now the big challenge is don't know when the things will start to come back. I, I hear a lot of people in my virtual tour saying, I want to go to this destination or I want to travel again, but I don't feel comfortable to book something because I don't know when this vaccine will be ready and everything else. So I think it's the unknown things that I think is the big challenge. But for the other hand, this challenge is good because people are start to open a little bit their minds and discover a lot of new things that maybe you never thought in your life that we were doing. I never picture myself uh, doing virtual tours, uh, never ever in my life. And, and now I'm learning a lot because every time that I, I want to develop a tour, I like to go deep researches. And this is, for me, is a bless because I love to learn. Uh, so I'm learning much, much more than maybe the general information or some information that I had before. Also, topics that I never be interesting before because I didn't know about it. And now I have this opportunity. So I think challenge moments always give you new opportunities for the, one that, the ones that want to open their panoramic view for their lives, you know? Yeah, well, super. Jordana, let's go to my preferred moment, which is <laughs> <laughs> the best practice moment. Jordan, I'm going to ask you to share with us, with the audience, uh, best practices, anything that you think that is going to be a must that all of us, we should be applying or at least knowing uh, regarding the service, regarding being with the tourist, or maybe you want to share something that please don't do this because it's a really bad idea. I don't, I don't know. I'll let, you, I'll let you choose. Well, I would do some best practice about, let's say, Brazil or from my place. Mm -hmm. If you are a tour guide, tour conductor, trip leader or local guide, try to involve the people with the culture. Even if are people that don't dance, try to make them a little bit of samba 
because the smile will come in, they, in their faces in the, the first moment because when you try, and I saw many times this happening, the local people, they, they love to see you try and they dance with you and they give that huge, big smile. Even if Brazilian people don't speak English, they will try to communicate with you and this is the feeling to be in Brazil. So I think the best practice is even not here in other places is involve yourself in the culture in some way. So uh, this is what I love to do. Also try to talk with somebody on the way on in the places that, uh, that you can realize always, of course, with respect, try to approach with local people because then you can really get the feeling how is that country that you are visiting. Something that uh, you should avoid to do uh, with your travelers or ask them to not do it and uh, is taking pictures of people that they don't approve uh, that you take it or they don't allow that you take it because uh, sometimes people don't like it that you take pictures and that can be a bit unrespectable. Another thing that you shouldn't miss is confirming, double check always. In Brazil, everything changed in the last minute. So if you confirm in the moment with, uh, like, let's say, transportation or restaurant, and you don't confirm 30 minutes before, you can be in a trouble <laughs> because <laughs> everything can change in, uh, in the last moment. We are uh, in an unpredictable place <laughs> that uh, traffic jam can, can change everything or something that uh, never ever you can trust that this will be like we plan. So we, we live with the unplanned things <laughs> always. Uh, I think not in only Brazil, in South America, but this is, this is something that really happened. So always confirm everything twice uh, in Brazil. This is something that I need to tell you because if not, you can be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Jordana, how can people have more information about you or the tours? Uh, what is your information for contact? Okay, uh, for the virtual tours, we have a website, brazilvirtualtour.com.br. Uh, My contact is Jordana, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-N-A. So Jordana with two N's, to be very complicated. Huh? <laughs> Galvan, G-A-L-V-A-N. Uh, hotmail.com that is my email uh, I have uh, Facebook also uh, that is Jordana Galvan dos Santos and I have uh, Instagram that is Jordana tour guide Jordana of, with uh, two N's to double N uh, tour guide so any of these these um, contacts I will be answer uh, as soon as I get the, your message and check the Brazil virtual tours because I have tours. I, I, I was spending a lot of my time also watching the other tours <laughs> because uh, they are really, really good. I can say, and I would not say different if it's not true. The quality of the tours are impressive. The tour guys, they are working very hard and they are doing uh, something in a very, very good quality for the clients. So it's worth to see. 
and for sure you will learn a lot. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you, Jordana, for being with us today. And before we say goodbye, I don't know if you have a final message for our community. Yes, thank you, Nikki. We have a lot of knowledge. We have the chance to work with things that we like it. Don't miss uh, the love and the passion for what you do. And you can realize that uh, even if we are used to working in a way, have many ways to share with what we have the best. So don't miss the hope and try to find your own way. You can be surprised with yourself and you can also open for new opportunities. So don't give up, don't lose the hope and keep the love for what we're doing best in your heart. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, Jordana. Thank you very much for being in this episode and for sharing with us about the online tours. And thank you to the audience as well for being in this new episode with us. I'll be waiting for you next week from somewhere in the world with another guest. Thank you, Jordana. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you for listening through the eyes of the guide. I hope we've been a good company and I'll be waiting for you next week with another guest from somewhere in the world to share and learn. Stay tuned.